something that's always been there. Every second, it grips him from within. It's his destiny, his power, his curse. Who is he? Gave with Gerard Norman. Gerard Norman. Appreciate your surroundings. Welcome back to Gave, everybody. This is Gerard Norman, and uh, today we're going to talk about direct and indirect choices. And also we have a skill of the day, and the skill of the day is going to be about framing. Framing is one of the most important skills that you will ever learn. Learning this after 30, I you know I can only imagine where I would be if I learned it sooner, but of course it wasn't meant to be, and that's why I've learned it here now, so I can tell you guys more about it. So it's a skill that I, man, it's something that I picked up on probably about a little over a year ago. I've taught my son, Joseph, I've been teaching him the skill, and uh he picks up really fast, and I make it fun for him so it doesn't seem like I'm drilling him and drilling him. But if I have to drill him, I'll drill him, and he'll stay in there, and he'll take it, and he'll learn from it, and he'll move on. So he's a good kid. I usually don't have any issues out of him. He usually just shows up, and he's ready for work, and that's something that I want to put in him from day one. So when it comes to choices, we are what we think about. We are what we do. So... If you spend time around negative people, if you spend time around positive people, whatever it is, that's how you're going to operate. And the goal is really to make the choices that will help you get to where you want to go. So the first thing you have to know is where you want to go. A lot of people don't know. And um, even when sometimes we feel like we do, we sometimes we just don't. So figuring that out is step number one. And then once you figure out where you want to go, you write out your goals, which... To be perfectly honest, I mean, when you listen to these books and when you listen to uh, a mentor, if you have a mentor, they're going to tell you to write down your goals. And for some reason, I never really wanted to write mine down, but I realized until I started doing that, it did make it kind of difficult to get to where I want to go. It's almost like if you're trying to go find a, you know, you're trying to find a new place. Let's just say you're trying to go to the store. You put it in the navigation. The navigation takes you there. But if you're trying to go somewhere and you've never been, how are you going to get there? And if you do get there, it's going to take you quite a while to get there, right? So by doing this and writing down your goals and where you want to go, it'll help you align yourself with the right people, the right things to get that thing going, indirectly or directly. Like I said, we're affected all day, every day. And I'm really serious about choosing the type of people that I hang around. If you're always whining and complaining, there's a good chance that you won't see someone like me around. If you, I mean, we all have issues, but it's all about how you attack the issues. And I think I said this before, my buddy Greg always talks about he's the get the mop guy. And that's kind of how I roll. If if an issue comes up, because issues will come up, you just handle it. And if it's something that can't be taken care of right away, then you find a way to take care of it and you move on. But I swear... You know, being upset, jumping up and down, screaming, blaming people, which I can't stand people who blame people. Um, Everything's your own fault. You know, even when you don't have a control over a situation, you know, you have to find you have to find a way to take some responsibility in what happened, because if not, you'll always push the blame on other people. And all you got to do is listen to people talk. It's always somebody else's fault, even if they don't mean to be that way. It's just natural for people to blame others. And how could you blame them when they're around people that do it all the time? So it's kind of hard to be around people like that and not take that on. So that's something that's one of those indirect choices of being around the wrong people is you pick up on bad habits. You know, if you think about the five people you're around the most, there's going to be a lot of similarities. 
I mean, every we're all a product of our environment, but most people don't think that applies to them when they're saying it to other people, and it applies to everyone. And I've been in the position where I swore that I wasn't, but we all are. And the only thing when you're a product of your environment that you can do is you can safeguard yourself by stinking to yourself, which I've done a lot of. And even when you stick to yourself, you can't help but to still take on some of the things that are going on with the people around you. So again, back to the five people you're around the most indirectly affecting every single decision that you make and there's no way around it like i said you could be by yourself and if you're by yourself it's i think it's better than being around the wrong folks but it's still not the solution i spent a lot of time by myself and i learned a lot of things and when i got around people i learned things a lot faster so i honestly suggest seeking out the right group of people to be around and they will immediately start affecting your choices it'll immediately start affecting your income if you allow to if you allow it to you have to get in there learning and start accepting some of these new ideals philosophies like a buddy of mine said and i can't remember which one said it a closed mind is the most expensive thing you can own i'm gonna say that again a closed mind is the most expensive thing you can own let that sink in and we'll be right back with the skill of the day this is Gave with Gerard Norman. Stay here. Welcome back, everybody. And now it's time for the skill of the day. So the skill of the day is framing. If you all aren't familiar with framing, this is something that I learned from Oren Claff, and he's the author of Pitch Anything. And if you haven't read that book or heard of that book, that is one of the books that I highly recommend. Um, there's a lot of books that I've read over time, but I really feel like it's hard to say one book changed everything. But this book was a total game changer. And I can honestly say that on top of everything else I read, it kind of led me to this point. All the mentors, all the hours of study and all the hours of applying out there doing it. This book is amazing. So I always tell people I've read that book at least 20 times and I will continue to read it. But one of the most powerful tools that I've ever learned came from that book and it's the art of framing. And today in particular, we're going to cover time framing. Framing is a way to control social interactions. So think about it like this. Whoever is reacting to who control the frame. So when people come together, two frames meet. And another word for these frames are perspective. We all see things differently. But have you ever noticed that when you get around certain people, you react to them versus them reacting to you? So what framing does, it teaches you how to get people to react to you. And there's many different frames. Um, Oren covers in the book, there's, you know, there's a few basic frames. you got the time frame, um, the analyst frame, the moral authority frame, and the power frame. And he shows you how to employ these, and he shows you how to break these frames down in the event that you are you know you encounter one of these opposing frames so the time frame is one of the easiest they're super simple and this is what i this is one of the ones i taught joseph and this is a perfect example of needing to use a time frame joseph's like me like when i was a kid he really doesn't like talking much unless, unless he knows you he and if he's busy he just doesn't want to talk even if he does know you i know for a fact if he's not with me and i need to call him and you know and talk to him on the phone you know, I'm about as much time on the phone that you'll get out of him. So what I told him is because everybody wants to talk to him. I mean, he's a cool kid. Everybody loves him. 
everybody always wants to talk to him. So for Joseph, he appreciates it. And at the same time, he's a kid. He wants to do what he wants to do. So I had to sit him down and say, hey, Joseph, I know everybody wants to talk to you, but what if I showed you a way where you can talk to everybody and they wouldn't hold you up asking you a million questions? Because I'm just like him. I don't like to be asked a million questions. And when I asked him that way, he said, yeah, what's going on, Dad? So I said, look, this is what a time frame is. You have to control the interaction. He's like, all right, what's control the interaction? I said, all right, let's say, let's see that someone comes over to see you. If they start talking to you first, then you're reacting to them. So if you want to control the interaction, what you have to do is when you see people and you know that they're going to want to talk to you, you need to be the first person to speak. So I said, all right, let's just say it's me. Say, hey, daddy, how you doing today? I'm like, oh, Joseph, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Look, I got to run to the bathroom real quick or look. I have to go take care of something real quick. I'll be right back. That's a, that's it. That's a time frame. What he did is he just packaged me into a window. I reacted to him the whole time. And then he was off doing what he wanted to do. We worked on this time and time again. We actually role played it. For, you know, we'll do it 10 to 15 minutes here and there. And now the kid does it without even thinking about it. So now he doesn't ever have to worry about being pinned in a corner, being asked a bunch of questions. And yeah, does he have to keep employing the time frame? He does because the frame only lasts for the amount of time of the whole interaction. So when he does leave, once he comes back, he puts himself in jeopardy of having to reemploy the time frame. But the fact of the matter is he is learning this. And this is something that we all do, whether we think about it or not. The key is to master these skills so you can efficiently use them whenever they're needed without having to think about it. If you were a boxer, my buddy Don used to be a professional boxer and he was teaching me a little bit of boxing. There's certain times that you throw the hook. There's certain times that you jab, cross, uppercut. And eventually, if I work on it long enough, I won't have to think about it. Imagine having to think about that with a sp you know, in a split second with someone else trying to punch you in the face or punch you in your gut. It just doesn't work out too well. So... That's the end of our episode for today. Stay tuned for the next one. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, gratitude, appreciation, visualization every day. Gratitude. Appreciation. Visualization. Visualization. Every day. Gabe. Gabe.